Chapter 21, Fair Housing and Ethical Practices, very important chapter for all licensees to be aware of all the contents of this chapter. You'll be tested on this on the final exam and certainly on the state examination. And we'll cover all of the things I think are important for you. We have federal fair housing laws, the first being the Civil Rights Act of 1866. And then we have all of these other acts, and not to make things too complicated, but we're just going to call those the Fair Housing Acts. So when we talk about Fair Housing Acts, it's all those other ones. The Civil Rights Act of 1866, the very first one, pro prohibits discrimination based on race in real estate transactions. And there's the actual citing from the Civil Rights Act of 1866. And basically it says that we can never, as individuals, or collectively as a society um, discriminate against people because of their race in their pursuit of ownership of real estate in real estate transactions. So uh, this also includes commercial real estate transactions as well as residential real estate transactions. Race always, an, uh, always a protected class. Those other civil rights act acts that we talked about add to race as protected uh, classes. Uh, they're administered by the uh, Housing and the Department of Housing and Urban Development, and uh, they include then the other acts. In addition to race, then those other civil rights acts include color, religion, sex, uh, mental or physical handicap, familial status, national origin. And if you can kind of remember that by realtors can really sell houses fast now. Realtors can really hell sell houses faster now. Uh, R, you know, race, C, color, R, religion, S, X, H, handicap, F, familial status, and N, national origin. So easy way to remember the federal uh, protected class. We have an Illinois Human Rights Act which takes those classes and adds to them. It's administered by the Illinois Human Rights Commission. It's enforced by the state court systems. So the federal acts plus order of protection, sexual orientation, marital status, age, military status, ancestry. So if you remember, oops, mama, oops, order of protection status, mama, marital status, age, military status, ancestry. You remember the state protected classes. Fair housing posters and logo. We know we have to know what the fair housing logo is, and that little house with the equal sign. Use that on your business cards. Use it on your contracts. Um, you know, use it um, in your uh, advertising. Fair housing poster. Put that up prominently in your real estate office. Fair housing definitions. These fair housing laws apply to residences of one to four units, residential units, one to four units, except the Civil Rights Act of 1866, that applies to all properties. Familial status, you heard us talk about before, is important. It's primarily involved in leasing property, not so much sales, but leasing, where you can't discriminate against someone who wants to lease property. It, it, it does cover sales, but not as frequently as it does leasing. Uh, where there is one or more individual parent or guardian with a child of the of, of under the age of 18. And if you 
refuse to rent to them, then you're discriminating because of familial status. This also includes women who are pregnant. Disability can't discriminate against physical or mental Im individuals with physical or mental impairments. We should know that AIDS is always protected. If people have AIDS, you can never discriminate against them. Uh, those in drug or alcohol treatment programs, if they're legitimate programs, uh, you can't discriminate against them. So if you know of someone who's got an alcohol problem but they're in Alcoholics Anonymous, you can't refuse to rent to them. Disability, again those with AIDS are protected, those in drug or alcohol treatment programs. Guide dogs are not, or, or service animals, uh, sometimes called service animals, are not considered pets. So if you have a no pet policy that doesn't allow you to uh, discriminate and prohibit leasing to someone who has a, uh, a, a visual impairment. Uh, landlords must make reasonable modifications at their expense for uh, disabled uh, uh, prospective tenants. Tenants can make more substantial repairs at their expense with the landlord's permission, obviously. Um, the landlord can't charge them more security deposit, but they can set up a separate account for the tenant where they can put additional monies from the tenant to, to make repairs to return the property to its, uh, to its uh, original condition before the tenant came in. But you can't just charge them more rent, uh, excuse me, more security deposit. Sometimes we can discriminate, but these are very narrow definitions. One is in owner-occupied buildings of four or less unit where the owner lives in one of the buildings, one of the units, does not use a broker, and does not advertise. Organizations that limit access to members of their own religion or their own club organization, uh, and those owned by individuals where they don't own three such properties uh, they don't sell their more than one or two properties every two years, and they don't use a broker, and they don't use discriminatory ads. So an individual technically that owns a one or four unit building can technically discriminate except for race uh, if they meet those four requirements they're owned by individuals. Housing operated by religious or private clubs to their members senior housing, but only if you qualify, and that's where all individuals in the housing project are 62 years of age or older, or 80% of them are 55 or older to qualify for senior citizen housing. And that would primarily be um, designed to exempt uh, f uh, people with children. Uh, this law, the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, is primarily directed towards lenders, uh, and it protects all federal classes, uh, including uh, public assistance, uh, food stamps, and uh, their uh, source of income. Uh, you can't discriminate against people because of their because of these protected classes. You can, however, refuse to grant them a loan if it's ba based because they're not creditworthy. The ADA is the Americans with Disability Act. It uh, has two parts to it. One is it cr makes employers create a harmonious uh, workplace for any 
individuals with disabilities to work in their place. It also uh, creates uh, full and equal access to people who come to visit your place, customers if you will. So uh, real estate offices like other offices have to make their facilities uh, accessible to those with handicaps where it's reasonably uh, doable. Uh, this is the way that uh, the enforcement of the Fair Housing Acts. Uh, you might want to know that there's a 100-day period that, uh, where, uh, you know, that you can file a, uh, you did, uh, a when it, once the complaint is filed, uh, there's a finding given. You might want to know that you can file a complaint within one year of the alleged uh, incident. So you got a year to file a complaint, and then within 100 days of filing the complaint, HUD comes back and either says, yes, we're going to dismiss this, or yes, we're going to make a charge. And then we can see the other steps that go through if, in fact, they go through with a formal charge against a licensee. Your errors and omissions in your office may not cover uh, losses because of your defense in fair housing uh, uh, suits against you or your office. So uh, when you're getting when you're getting your errors and omissions, you might want to make sure that that is or isn't the case. So you can see where any allegation or charge against you could be very expensive for you. Uh, the uh, steering is where you steer people into areas that you think will be racially harmonious for them. You know that's that Ill illegal activity. Uh, advertising. Be careful how you advertise that you're not. Uh, inadvertently trying to steer people into certain areas by virtue of the words you put in your ads. Uh, redlining is where lenders uh, refuse to lend to people that want to buy properties in certain areas of the town. They sort of redline the area and don't make loans over there. And then blockbusting is where you tell individuals and you threaten them that there may be a racial change in their neighborhood, you better sell now, and that's how you go out and list property. Once it's listed, you break the block when it's sold to another member of a minority group, and then you go down the block now that it's been busted and tell everybody else they must sell to because of this threat of racial change composition in their neighborhood. The Illinois Human Rights Act, as we said, is administered by the uh, Illinois Human Rights Commission. It's for enforced by the state court systems. And as we said, here are those other protected classes. So we want to know that there is this Illinois law. You're responsible for knowing it. The additional. So proceed to your Chapter 21 quiz questions. Good luck. <laughs>